Are we live? Yeah, we're live now. Oh, hello everyone and welcome to Breakout. Uh, this is episode number 86 for Wednesday, May 10th, 2023. My name is Marty Sleeve and I'm joined by Casey Wosu and Nick Calandra. Hey. Uh, I, I didn't have my, my doc open that has everything else, but I think that's usually what I say in the intro. Uh, hello everyone. Hello everyone on YouTube, everyone on Twitch, everyone listening through their favorite podcast service. Welcome to Breakout. Uh, we have an excellent show for you today uh we're gonna be talking we are we are uh, uh about 30 hours away from tears of the kingdom coming out we're still getting little little drips of interesting news bits uh and also one of the strangest ads uh, uh i've ever seen for a game that has an even more interesting backstory uh <laughs> which is incredible uh we'll also be talking about last night's uh <laughs> surprise hollow knight silk song update <laughs> which um surprise we still don't know when hollow knight silk song is coming out uh and that's coming out any anytime this it's, year it's not coming <laughs> out before june 1st i guess uh and then uh, i want to talk a little bit about project bloom which is a new game and development uh from game freak the pokemon team being published by private division and it's Ooh. supposed to be a big old next gen game not coming for a couple of years but there's one piece of concept art and it looks really cool and part of me is wondering can the pokemon team do something that's big and neat and cool that isn't pokemon because they've done a lot of little things this seems like their uh their biggest thing uh but and then as you see in our topic our our, our main topic of the day is uh, gonna be piggybacking a little bit off last week's uh uh kind of funny x cast conversation with phil spencer in the wake of redfall and some of the comments kind of about the idea or the perception of the console wars and whether the console wars is actually still a real thing or if they the console wars died years and years and generations ago and what we have now are, are three very different sort of beasts going at it so we'll be discussing all about that how are you guys doing uh doing all right i've had a lot of meetings today that's you why i cracked the fancy. second mountain dew Oh my God! It's a two second, day. Yeah, it means I'm gonna have a headache tomorrow morning. So uh, don't don't ask me for anything. Oh no! Sounds like you shouldn't <laughs> be drinking Mountain Dew if they're giving you headaches into the next day. <laughs> yeah, like that's the equivalent of like hang, you're getting dew hangovers. Getting, yeah, the caffeine withdrawal. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, how how excited are you guys for Zelda? Because I know personally, I'm very excited for Zelda. It's weird. I don't feel ex- like it's kind of a known entity. Like I'm like, I've played something like this. I'm excited to, you know, get my hands on it and play it again. But it's not like a palpable thing. Like if they was like, oh, this is actually going to be two months from now, I'd be fine with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Street Fighter 6, I'm kind of antsy. I'm like, I kind of want to play that now. Like I want to yeah. mess around with Street Fighter 6. I, uh, okay. I'm not... I really haven't felt much hype for it. I like. I guess I really liked what I played at Breath of the Wild, but it's not like, like yeah. I guess I'm kind of kind of in Casey's vote where it's like, it it's, it's looked too similar to me so far to get really excited about it. But I feel like it's one of those games. Like once I get in, I'll just get sucked into it. I won't want to put down because like yeah, I'm sure that would be the case. Breath yeah. of the Wild's atmosphere, like music, everything, just sucks you in, doesn't let you go as soon as you start it. And I'm kind of waiting for that. <laughs> And it is, it is going to be, I mean, easily the first game since Elden Ring that feels like it's just going to take over the internet. Like, you will not be able to go anywhere and not see people talking about it. That's what everyone's going to be talking about on Twitter. That's what everyone's going to be. There's all the videos, all streams, all art, because you're going to see so much about this, which is crazy because it's not like we're in a dead season. Like, this weekend is also the Diablo 4 beta. And like Casey said, we're just a few weeks away from new Street Fighter, new Diablo, new Final Fantasy. Uh, Planet La- Planet Alana is coming out in like two weeks. So, um, 
yeah, it it is not a dead season. Uh, however, it just feels like it's going to be um, it's, gonna, it's just going to be taking up so much oxygen. It's going to be kind of amazing. Uh, before I go into the little things I want to talk about, Tears of the Kingdom, uh, Lost Blood Echo says, "Why aren't the reviews out?" Uh, I believe the embargo is tomorrow morning, so I think tomorrow morning at like seven or eight a.m. Uh, the reviews are going to go out, which was the exact same time frame that Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was the day before it came out. So, yeah, and I don't, I don't like. I know a lot of people think it's for quality reasons that Nintendo holds the reviews so yeah. late, but I think it's really just spoilers on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not worried about the reviews being bad because they're not going to be till tomorrow. Yeah, the only thing I'm worried about is performance. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I think that, I think that's why that I'm not. I think thing. that's. Yeah. I think that's why I'm not super hyped about it because. I feel like a lot of the games I've played lately just haven't performed well, and I'm not looking forward to being frustrated by it. <laughs> and Nintendo's not usually in that boat, but like, like, and and this is sort of a weird situation because Game Freak, which we'll talk about, I guess, a little bit later, yeah. are the ones who do the Pokemon games, so that's not exactly Nintendo. They're just super closely partnered with them. But like, Nintendo definitely has to take a look, right? Because they're the publisher, and like, that's their name on the box. So the way that released and the way it's kind of janky release was handled is was just very uncharacteristic of that studio. I mean, uh, even, so, even the new Mario Rabbids uh, has a lot of slowdown in it. I mean, I we are playing on yeah. we're playing on six and a half year old hardware, so it is. Well, yeah, um, that. And these games are trying to be wildly ambitious, uh, and you know, even you know, Breath of the Wild in, in certain areas, like when you went to the Korok Forest, had some pretty noticeable uh, slowdown, but. KC, like you might, I think you mentioned right before you went live, you played, you know, we talked about this in the past. You've played that on Wii U. That was a Wii U game. So, it ran exactly um, the same on Wii U as it did on Switch. So, do with so that information what you will. Yeah. That's the thing is like, this is, um, I think this is going to be a different beast than Tears of the Kingdom. I think uh, Nintendo can oftentimes be kind of wizards with their own hardware. And they've, this team has had six plus years working on the Switch. So, um, I'm imagining that it's pushing the switch to the limits in the same way that a lot of late gen games do like um uh like the last of us did for the ps3 or like the last of us 2 did for the ps4 last of us is just really good at doing that i guess i'm excited <laughs> for the last of us part three at the end of this generation <laughs> to see what it could really do with the ps5 um but yeah a couple of things we want to talk about related to it is um one of the big questions has been uh are there gonna be dungeons in this game because the uh breath of the wild just had the divine beasts which a lot of people did not feel were up to the quality of the sort of original, the dungeons that uh, so many Zelda games are known for. Uh, but in uh, part three of Nintendo's Ask the Developer series, which has just been a series that have been running all week um, with little interviews with the games, uh, with the producer, director, sound director, technical director, uh, they just offhandedly at the end of that thing confirmed, they were like, oh yeah, there's uh, the dungeons are way different in this game. They're actual real dungeons. They sort of take on the form of the biome they're in and they all, we all want, we want them to be massive, unique and scary. And I'm just like, why did you either not lead with this several months ago or just not say anything? <laughs> I'm willing to bet that the stuff they're talking about was actually shown. And that, and that maybe that's what they mean by it's way different. Like, like link, Maybe in that first trailer, even him going through like the bottom of the thing and popping up on a like sky. Maybe, like, that's maybe a dungeon, that yeah. is technically like a dungeon area. Like maybe it's not a situation where you go in a door and then it cuts to the dungeon section. It's yeah. just you can kind of walk in and out of it or like come at it from a different angle, which would be mm-hmm. really cool. Like I'd, I'd be really interested in that being like an evolution of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just really excited to see how they. Uh, 
how they handle especially a lot of the things people had gripes with um, and have been harping on over the past uh, couple of years regarding Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, Nick the OG with a $2 donation. Thank you so much, Nick. And remember, uh, thank you to everyone for your uh, your memberships, your patronage, uh, and then your your Twitch chats, your your YouTube super chats. They all go towards a great cause. Right now, speaking of Zelda, we are almost at the funding goal of Jesse playing through Zelda games for the first time in his life, which is very exciting. Uh, Nick with a $2 dono. Uh, Marty, 30 hours ago. Hypity, hypity. <laughs> hype, hype. I'm very excited. Oh, my God. He's going to pull the sword out. Maybe there's going to be an owl. It'll be great. I love that owl. And then, uh, some of the games have an owl. Yeah, some of them, right? Like, it's not every game has an not owl. Not always there. He's not always. Last game did have an owl. An owl passed away. Jake Lister, member for 24 months in early access, says, gaze upon me, puny members. I am the master race. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much, Jacob. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you. Um, the uh, the other Zelda thing I wanted to touch on, uh, the aforementioned um, ad. Uh, this was a Nintendo of Australia released this uh, ad for <laughs> for Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, and Casey, you you sort of commented on how how it stood out to you this morning. So what what was your what was your take on this ad? Um, first, I want to say like it's, it's very well shot, right? It's 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 like very serious, almost like a short film in its like nature. And it's it's like this very all I I can only describe him as like kind of world weary. Uh, like middle-aged businessman who's like taking a bus to work and like he comes home in the evening and like he, he kind of like passingly like says like greets his wife who's on her way to bed because I guess that's how late he gets home from work and so like he's just up on his own and like pops in uh, Tears of the Kingdom and like you start he's like over to him playing the game he like slowly starts to like rekindle like a sense of like joy in his life it seems like and then like he's back on the bus going to work the next day and he's still playing the game and like he's happy and he looks out of the window and like it's a it's a beautiful day he like smiles at the outside world and it's like this man has just renewed like his lease on life thanks to tears of the kingdom and it's so absurd like the, we are so cynical as humans today that it's absurd to look at this ad and be like that's kind of over the top but on the other hand kind of feel exactly like that man sometimes <laughs> I, the thing is i i have felt a hundred percent like that i'm sure like nick when you were getting delayed on flight after flight i'm sure you are that man <laughs> you just go home and pour yourself a nice big glass of tap I gotta, water like I, I gotta, oh yeah no the last time i got delayed when i got in at midnight i like literally walked in my mom and my roommate were sitting on the couch i looked at them i got water and i went to bed <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just your, said they just knew. Trip, son. Yeah, yeah. They, they just knew. Like, it, like it's it's like a real, real touching, uh, easily to relate to experience. Because like I, when Genesis Noir launched way back forever, I wrote a thing about that game, literally doing that for me. Like I played through it, and like its story and the effects of it touched me the way that kind of renewed like my hope in the world, like as yeah. like entirely the world. Um, and like I love Zelda, but like a Zelda game hasn't done that for me at this stage. So like I get the feeling, but still I can still look at it from that eye and be like, this is a little much, right? But like for some people, yeah, like yeah. it might be that, like just that sense of adventure in your life might be missing entirely, and like playing a video game could bring you back there. It's really cool. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I sort of hinted at it earlier, but uh, so Kotaku Australia um, had a report that uh, apparently this ad was based on a amazon japan review of breath of the wild <laughs> so like a japanese salary man told this story about how he would like go into work day in and day out and like he was starting to feel like he was kind of just like stuck in this monotonous loop 
Uh-huh. But Zelda was one of those things that, like you said, that uh, Breath of the Wild reminded him of, like the way he felt when he first played Final Fantasy VII, where it felt like a a new world was opened up to him, uh, <laughs> and and how he like recommends it to everyone who's like feeling down in life. And so it was like a really kind of like wow, yeah, and, and cute thing. Um, and it especially reminded me of uh, so Gunpei Yokoi, who was the uh, uh, creator of like the Game Boy, and also created the Game and Watch, which were those little Nintendo handhelds like throughout the '80s before the Game Boy existed. He said that kind of the spark of inspiration for those Game and Watch was he would be riding the train to work every day, and he'd see salary men spending time by just fiddling on their calculators. They'd like pull out a calculator and like I don't know what kind of fun you're just having. Typing like, boobs on there. Just, yeah, <laughs> typing in boobs. I guess. <laughs> old, old eighty thousand and eighty five. Um, but uh, that sort of sparked the idea of like, oh, what if we gave. These, what if we gave people something that they could pull out of that size that had a little game on it? And so that's that's where we got things like the Game & Watch, um, which, yeah, I think is pretty amazing. But uh, <laughs> all that is to say is we're very we're very excited for Zelda, which is coming very soon. <laughs> um, a game that... Oh, and also we're going to be doing a lunch day stream on Friday. Uh, Jimmy and I are going to be streaming it starting at uh, noon central. We'll be streaming the first two hours of the game. So uh, come hang out, watch the first two hours. Um, I, if you don't want to be spoiled, just uh, put it on the background and mute it and walk away. That's fine. Open it up on several videos, several different browsers. That'll be great. Um, but speaking of a game that won't be coming soon, uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song, which uh, we talked about, I think, a couple couple weeks or a couple months ago, we talked about when, uh, Nick, you were bringing up how last year's Xbox Summer Showcase, they said uh, everything, they said this amount of stuff is going to be out by the end of the year, and then this amount of stuff is going to be out within a year. Mm-hmm. And Silk Song was one of those games because it is coming to Game Pass. Um, and I think when we were talking about it, we were still kind of on the fence of, is it is this actually going to release within the year? Or, you know, this was one of those games that we weren't quite sure with, but... Um, uh matthew griffin who works i believe he's uh, on the he's on the marketing, marketing and publishing site. yeah yeah mm-hmm. um just tweeted out last night uh hey gang just a quick update about silk song we had planned to release the fir- uh in the first half of 2023 but game development is still continuing we're excited to show you how the game is shaping up um we're excited to show you how the game is shaping up and it's gotten quite big so we want to make sure we take the time to make the game as good as we can expect more details from us once we get closer to release um so kind of unexpectedly that this game isn't isn't ready yet. We shouldn't we shouldn't expect to have this uh, join the rest of those games we were talking about uh, mm-hmm. earlier that are coming in the next month. But uh, does this is there anything to for you guys to read into this other than literally what it is at face value? I don't I don't think there's even a good time for them to release it before the half of the year. I mean, you have final or you have uh, breath or Tears of the Kingdom, damn mm-hmm. Diablo and Final Fantasy all with them now in June. So like there's. No, no space and for that even some of those games like releasing like we know e3 e3 isn't happening but summer game fest is is happening and we're going to be getting we'll be getting a playstation showcase seemingly by the end of this month maybe that's what some of those the rumors are saying but um mm. you know we're also gonna be getting summer game fest live that big xbox bethesda showcase ubisoft forward um I'm sure a bunch of indie showcases, third-party publishers so it seems like it's not super wise to release a game kind of in that orbit now, if you're Street Fighter, Diablo, or Final Fantasy, it probably doesn't matter because yeah, you're, you know like you're, you're going on you're going to get your decades piece. of 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 cachet. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking this um, is going to be like an August game at this point. I don't think it's going to get delayed too far out. I think it's going to be August around there. Fuck, Hollow Knight. Could you imagine Hollow Knight and Sea of Stars in the same month? That'd be a good month for indies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And a little uh, I, all those little critters are in my garden. 
I, I will say um, Team Cherry is known for pushing things back because they keep adding stuff to it and not necessarily mm -hmm. because of trouble. So the that sentence from the publisher or from uh, what was it, Matthew? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, saying that, oh, it's getting quite big. Like, I feel like there's truth to that. Like whatever they had, it's like, oh, we have an idea. We actually want to put this content or whatever into it. And so like they extend out the date so that they can actually add that stuff in. That just seems like par for the course for them. So like yeah. hearing them push it back, it's kind of an opposite effect for me where it's like, oh, this is going to get something else. Like this is going to be better than what we would have got had they released it. I think they also have like remained this relatively the same size team. Like, so it's not like the success of Hollow Knight was like, now we have triple the manpower. Like, it's the team didn't really grow. So that's the thing is like, they're more experienced, but it's not like they can suddenly cut this this timeline in half. And kind of like you you were saying how the, how their scope gets bigger and bigger. Um, like Tears of the Kingdom, this game initially started off as DLC for like an expansion yeah. for uh, like the final piece for all the because the main game got like a bunch of DLC that. Yeah, kind of yeah. almost double the size of the the base game. Yeah, it's funny how many. It seems like those indie games that we a lot of them that we really hold up in high regard are ones that kept growing over time. Like that Shovel Knight, Bloodstain, I mean even Stardew Valley. Um, mm. Which you know what's just crazy? Someone said Stardew Valley has made sold more copies in the last three years than it did in its first four years. No, I'm so sure like that game just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> Um, which is wild because there's so much more competition now, but like no one, it seems like has been able to like really take the throne. Like, uh, that, uh, was it Rinsapacha is like the latest, which is kind mm -hmm. of the prehistoric or not prehistoric, but uh, yeah, it's prehistoric. What's whatever is, yeah, whatever's after dinosaurs, but before cool castles, <laughs> the cre creatious period. I don't know. Sure. Hell yeah. What? Love those creatious, creatious, period. <laughs> 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 Jesse would roast Crustations? Like crabs. Crustaceous period. Now you got me messed up. Cretaceous. Yeah, I said it right. <laughs> yeah, there like you go. Word. I don't trust that word. Um, uh, and then the last little bit I want to talk about, uh, like I mentioned, a game called Project Bloom was revealed that uh, they do not think will be released until um, I have a Twitch chat there. Until 20, yeah, 2026. Um, so I don't care but, about it. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, this is on the same level as that Star Wars Eclipse game, which someone just randomly posted that trailer. Like, remember when they made this trailer before they had a game? <laughs> I was like, I do. Um, but so, yeah, the big thing about this is, A, the art looks really cool. Like, this is just, it's like kind of just fantasy, but I'm like, oh, this is like a cool-looking forest, a cool-looking character. I love the scope, like the, the scope of literally, like, your character looks very small in a very big world. And mm -hmm. I love the atmosphere of this place. Um yeah, the crazy thing is this is being developed by Game Freak, who um, are obviously best known for Pokemon, but um, have, have done other things in the past. Uh, they did that pocket card jockey game that I talk about a bunch of, where it's like the horse raising RPG. Um, and most recently they did a game called Little Town Hero, but um, nothing that has ever really looked kind of, this looks like a, this looks big. Like this looks like a big game. And the fact that Private Division, who is the, Set a boutique publishing arm of Take Two Interactive, like mm -hmm. two K and Take Two, um, are publishing this is really interesting to me. It's just interesting that um, yeah. Game Freak is working with a Western publisher on this thing. Yeah, I, uh, that's pretty much. I think that's all there really is to say about it. Is like it's interesting for now. I, I, I 
very curious to see what they do at that scale because private division doesn't do small games they do no mid-tier to triple a games uh yeah so and but yeah I'm, uh, they're hopefully they update their tech team <laughs> or is it really the switch <laughs> holding them back because i don't think so <laughs> but you like any any chance this is born out of like frustration with having to condense their vision to the switch and nintendo projects money again we're two days away from it but i'm imagining breath of the wild is going to do some things where we're going to be like why doesn't pokemon do that (laughs) (laughs) we can't blame the hardware anymore if if nintendo is able to do this um maybe i actually don't know uh lost blood echo says is scarlet and violet still a buggy mess i don't know i do Uh, like yeah they haven't patched why i mean they haven't patched any performance of violet they fixed some of the bugs but the performance is still bad yeah, then you can go read. The, you can go read the patch notes for it. like not, nothing has mentioned performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I've been waiting. Yeah, and they've I've never. Been waiting. Uh, and they, they it, what's not like the uh, kind of like how EA releases a statement with Jedi Survivor. You know, any any time a game they've releases, never acknowledged like, performance is bad. Yeah, I mean, I guess when you're selling twenty million copies, do you need to? <laughs> yeah, that's why I just I have zero interest in anything Game Freak does right now because they don't even address the performance issues on this thing. Yeah. That's the thing is like I saw this concept art and I'm like this is really cool looking art and in my head the idea of Game Freak doing something cool and ambitious that isn't necessarily tethered to the Pokemon IP or to Nintendo hardware seems really neat but I'm like why do I think that like <laughs> what has Game Freak done other than do Pokemon that has made me think that they'd be suitable for this because there's there's no correlation there right but like even even so, like they're a studio that probably has one of the best selling video game franchises in existence. So they, yeah. you probably don't need to push that hard to walk into the door of any other publisher and get them to work with you. Like just off of that yeah. cachet, like they might be able to just try something else elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then people have also been wondering, like, is this going to impact Pokemon? I'm like, no, we're still going to get a Pokemon. That disappointing. <laughs> it's <fine. laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That'll be uh, that'll be interesting to see uh, more and more. As uh, I guess that's this isn't going to be till years away. I don't know. Well, like why why do games get announced this early? What I, is it? Just I, think, so, like, I think this is a recruiting push. Honestly, I think it's one, <clears throat> I think it's one of those where it's just announced it early, get people interested in coming to work at Game Freak to make this thing. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're trying to poach, or maybe Game Freak would open up like a second studio, like a Western studio. Yeah, like yeah, game game freak Montreal or you know game freak LA or mm-hmm. something, um, game freak Seattle. Yeah, I don't know. That's just all that or that's get, not like, scuttlebutt. Get or people anything. excited in private division for investors because they've kind of had it rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just it's had layoffs been, recently too. They did. Yeah. Who has well, it? And yeah, seriously, that's a savage industry. Um, private division. Uh, it was seemed like as this really exciting um prospect when they first announced it that like it was going to be this kind of like boutique arm of the, the the more giant you know parent company in in take two and everything and and while you know take two and 2k are looking at stuff like you know borderlands and uh sports games and gta and stuff they're able to focus on kind of smaller more bespoke things but um some of them have been pretty good like uh ali ali world and roller dome mm-hmm. i thought but we're both really cool but yeah. um wait those are they just, Division? Mm-hmm. there was yeah 
I had um, no idea. Yeah, those are published great. by them. Yeah, yeah. They're also um, working on. Uh, they're publishing Moon Studios' next game too. The makers of Ori. Yeah, it is crazy to look at their Wikipedia because they have like one game a year, one game a year, and then TBA is like twelve games. They have a unannounced survival horror game from Bluebird Team. They have that Moon Studios game. They have a, a untitled Middle Earth game from Weta Workshop, which is I'm like, right. y'all make games. <laughs> I thought you just made golems. I didn't realize you made games. Not golems like the video game golems, but like the man golem who was like, you know, jumping around the, the pond. Remember that guy? I, I, no. I, I caught a picture of him. You remember Gollum? You mean like from Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yeah, you remember Gollum? Smeagol? He was jumping around a pond? Smeagol? Yeah. He's, 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 oh, when he, he was fighting that fish. Cat, okay. <laughs> he wasn't fighting the fish. He was just smacking around. I caught a picture of Smeagol in Iceland. It looks a lot like J-Mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamie's got some heavy Smeagol, Smeagol vibes <laughs> coming out of him. When, when I took uh, that picture, I was standing back with uh, one of the PR girls from uh, Eve, the E Studio, and uh, <laughs> I was sitting there like narrating him as he was like digging around the water, trying to get a good shot. I was like, you know, Jay, and I, like a planet Earth. Yeah, I was like, here's a, a Jay mate. Wild yeah, here's a wild Jay mate in his natural environment, searching for the perfect shot. <laughs> Uh, I like that you have people fly around the world to help with documentaries. And I still troll them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Got to keep them on their toes. <laughs> uh, Gollum wasn't actually a troll. Gollum was a hobbit. I think Gollum was a hobbit. I don't know what Gollum, Gollum was. was a hobbit. <laughs> yeah, he was a hobbit. Yeah, good for him. Killed his brother. <laughs> oh, that wasn't great. <laughs> don't do that, Gollum. I take it back. Gollum, you did bad. Um do you guys have any other? Were there any other news news biddies that that stuck out to you? Do you want to go? Do you, did you have any thoughts on this whole GQ top one hundred thing? A bunch of people are yelling about. Don't care. Yeah, I keep seeing, <laughs> seeing lists, but like, yeah, the lists lists are super arbitrary. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't read through the whole thing, so I, I'm not super outraged. But I'm sure if I did, I would be. Breath of Wild was number one. <laughs> I, the the one thing I noticed when I saw like the top ten because uh, Shinobi shared it, like the ten games that he submitted. And it's like, I think I agree with like a lot of the developers saying this is all stuff from like the mid 2000s. And like, we're forgetting like, like there's no League of Legends on there, which is definitely one of the best games ever made at this point. Uh, there's no like survival games on there. Uh, it's just <clears> a lot of overlooked stuff that the mainstream kind of focuses on, which uh, funnily enough was uh, uh, IGN last night too. had that IGN had that awesome video yesterday talking about their review process oh right and they're yeah. and they're like and the the whole vid like the video clip that was going around was pulled a little bit out of context they were basically talking mm -hmm. about how there's like there was literally ten thousand games released on steam last year you can't cover them all uh but then they like directly said like oh but if we haven't heard about it then it's probably not good anyways and it's like <laughs> i'm like that's a, that's i yeah, mean not 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 the best choice of words sure no. but like honestly that was like a very offhand and it was kind of it was kind of in jest too like you could tell like the the, the all the people like kind of jumping on that bandwagon is just the nonsense that twitter tends to do like i still i still there, think like there the, wasn't anything there was nothing vitriolic in that statement and they also like the video wasn't kind of the, it was the two people speaking about a, a column written by ign's reviews editor dan stapleton uh but neither of the people were dan and so they were like sort of paraphrasing a lot of his his article which is a really great reason talking about the you're know, talking about the the just the business side of of how do you choose which games like some of them are passion projects some of them are the games the audience cares about if an audience doesn't care about a game and it doesn't seem great or if you can't find excitement for it then like you have to pass because ultimately there are too many games mm -hmm. um 
but yeah, that little offhand comment at the end, like I under like it was I think it was just meant to be a goof, but then taken out of context saying if we haven't heard of it, it's not good. That being passed around without the context, obviously. Makes yeah, that, very bad. Uh, that's ex- the exact sort of thing the internet loves yeah. that they yeah. eat it up. Yeah, it, but it is also. <laughs> I was like, not surprised. I do, I do think like it's not, and it's not vitriolic, but I do like a lot of mainstream press does think like indie coverage is just too hard to do. So, but like I like I said in my tweet, like cool, let them think that we'll we'll take that <laughs> that traffic that they're missing out <laughs> with three minute reviews. I mean, yeah, there yeah. there is there's a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> every every single game we cover on there gets ten thousand plus views now? So, yeah, I mean, that's that's. A I lot. mean, there's also like IGN feels like the EA of game sites where people like to hate on them. For the sake of hating yeah, on them, they're really the biggest, and they really don't do a whole people lot. hate the Yankees, people hate the Lakers. Like, um, it's just kind of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you get the myths around of of like uh, Secret uh, Takadashi says, "I can't believe fi- IGN finally gave a score lower than a five. They're trying to act like real critics with standards." I personally gave a bunch of IGN games below a five. Like, <laughs> the games get below fives. It's just IGN puts up so many reviews that no one gives a shit about because no one gives a shit about anything until it yeah, stands people, out. For people one go and check for the thing they heard of, and then they go see that that thing is average because most of the stuff coming out is average. <laughs> yeah, that's even like I have those same. I don't know. I, I, Yahtzee and I always argue about that. I'm like, most things are just fine. Like, <laughs> most things are like fucking fine. Like, there's some things that are really good, and there's some things that are really bad, and most things are just whatever. Yeah, speaking of um, skills, why is it their job? The platform, nobody's. This isn't a charity; it's a job. I mean, it's you. You want your audience to be interested in what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, oh no, I think. I mean, I think part of part of what IGN needs to do is like they should act as takes tastemakers, you know. And that's what we do a really good job of. I think is championing smaller games that are, um, you know, don't have the monolithic eye of Sauron on them that uh, might slip under the radar. Might be these like Game Pass darlings or something like that. And so. Um, it's, and it's hard to do that because there's fucking a bajillion. Yeah, I mean, like, I still have, a bajillion games are released on Steam have, all the time. We we get killers for games all the time. We can't even get to them, so that's why we do stuff like hidden gems and all that to give you know. <laughs> Otherwise, I get yelled at. Like, why'd you take this game from us? We didn't cover it. Like, I'm sorry, I got like 20 games this week. We have too many things. <laughs> like literally this yeah. week. Like, I think I've posted a message every five minutes at the reviews channel with a review copy. There's a lot of so games. Can't get None of them being Tears of the Kingdom. What's going on, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 I already bought it. Everybody using my fancy buy one get one whatever the hell that was <laughs> buy one for a hundred to get one for free like buy one and then buy another one that's what that's what that voucher is <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's gotta be some like psychological experiment about this like what am i doing why do i feel like i got a deal when i really don't think i did did, did you get the because you, you saved like about 20 to 30 bucks depending on what you bought sure and zelda is the first fancy game did you get yeah, that one is full game. 70 dollars wait so you didn't get the collector's but arguably, edition with the spoon what <laughs> Some, no, some, this, some, no, that was, one isn't like special. That was Japanese only. So that's Lowell Bell, one of our freelancers, lives in Japan and got the Tears of the Kingdom special edition that is going to come with a spoon. Why does it have a spoon? <laughs> Why? Spoon? I don't know. He said, Do you want me to review the spoon? <laughs> I haven't responded yet, but part of me is like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to I know what's going on with the spoon first before I can <laughs> <laughs> Like, will this innovate like the serial game <laughs> in the same way that Breath of the Wild innovated the open world? I'm concerned what's coming in that game. I'm concerned what's coming in that game box. I don't think it's a, a, a cartridge anymore. If it comes alongside a spoon, you yeah. just eat it. Just eat it and it enters your bloodstream. Yeah. Uh, it was trying to prevent this. They just relented now, finally. Yeah. We get, changed uh, the taste. Now it tastes like, like grapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
we're gonna get uh, DMCA'd on uh, our spoon coverage of Nintendo. This is the thing that finally gets the channel shut down is is spoon reviews. Uh, we got spooned. We got spooned. Hey, that's not bad. It's a new podcast. Uh, <laughs> do you guys have like a favorite spoon? I have a favorite spoon. In my house, I have a favorite yeah. kind of spoon because I have two types of spoons. Yes, but we're not really going to sit here and talk about spoons, are we? Breakout. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Oh shit! I have the wrong overlay up. We were on the recap the whole time. Whoops. Oh yeah, we were. Where's Darren? Quick, Casey, do your Irish. I knew something looked weird. Nobody, nobody in chat top, called it top. out though. So you guys. Yeah, literally, I'm shocked for chat. You're all full of fucking <laughs> yeah. well, actually's. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you roll in and tell us that. That would have been a helpful. Well, actually. It is. Is that same color as Breakout? Yeah, it yeah. looks like Breakout. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, it is. We 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 were supposed to switch recap to not be orange, but it just never happened. So we just stuck with it. Great. Burnt orange is in it right now. That can't be real. Yeah, is it? Also, yeah, Penithy J says uh, only two types of spoons, Casey. I have like I have spoons with like a sharp handle and like a, a slender uh, bowl. <laughs> And then I have spoons that are like a rounder bowl and then like a, a curved you, handle. Your spoons are and bowls? I don't I don't Oh, he means like the the, the the bowl of the spoon. Spoons have a stick and they have a bowl. We're not qualified to talk about cutlery. It's Ross, it's get out of here. We gotta get just, we gotta get just, your spoon take. Spoons. We gotta get we gotta get some spoon facts in here. Uh um, literally like how I went to go yell breakout, and that's the only reason I noticed that it wasn't the right overlay. <laughs> I like you had to look at the corner. You're like, shit. What's the name of the show? Oh, breakout. Um, uh, well, the spoon wars will have to wait. Uh, however, the console wars wait for nobody. Um, although apparently they have waited nobody for some noticed. people. Um, that was very smooth. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, Nick, you brought this up as as a topic that interested you, coming from the fallout of the uh, the Phil Spencer interview last week with uh, the folks at Kind of Funny. Uh, they spoke sort of in the wake of Redfall and they talked about a lot of things, including, you know, Redfall specifically. We talked uh, a little bit last week about sort of the idea of they thought the mock reviews were going to be, you know, way higher than they actually were, but they were way lower. And we talked about how that seems like kind of strange and out of touch, like who, who was thinking that. Uh, but then uh, an another bit that's been uh, kind of pulled out and examined a bunch has been about the, the kind of the perception of the console wars and whether there is still a thing you know, the console wars, whether if it's the same thing like in the 90s that we saw with Nintendo and, and Sega or sort of in the 2000s when the 360 was really going against the, you know, PS2 and then into the PS3 and stuff. But um, Nick, you had some thoughts on this. What did you what did you think? Yeah, I think it's um, I think I think it's like uh, I don't know. There's been like a lot of weird coverage over that interview where a lot of people have like pulled things out of context, like GameIndustry.biz was talking about like, oh, you know, Phil Spencer doesn't care about quality games. And then, oh, like they if they uh, release 11 out of 10 game, like it's still not going to bring people over to, you know, their platform from Sony. And I thought this was stuff that everybody already knew, but it seems like people still don't get it that like every mm -hmm. console maker is doing their own thing now. And Xbox is all about the ecosystem. They don't care where you play your games. They just want you to be on Game Pass and playing the games through that service and subscribe to Xbox Live or whatever, like to them, it, like eh, Xbox is just another way to play your games, just like your phone is now for cloud and your PC is for game, PC Game Pass. 
Like, I thought this was known. I thought this was really clear, and it somehow still isn't to people. And they're like, oh, well, Xbox is still failing. And it's like, <laughs> like they don't view it that way. Like, they don't care if they're beating Sony on consoles. And then, you know, his Starfield comment about it being an 11 out of 10, it's still not going to draw people over from Sony. And people were like, what? What? What do you, what do you mean? And it's like, no shit. Like, he said it straight up. Like, your entire digital platform is on playstation now if you are in playstation you are staying with playstation it's mm-hmm. not like i used to when i wanted to switch platforms i used to take all my games to gamestop trade them all in use that money to buy the other console i wanted and then start my collection all over again be like a like a breakup yeah literally like i was <laughs> like i'm done with you xbox i want playstation i'm done with you now playstation i'm going back to xbox like a you know bad adult like it's it's uh it's, you can't do it anymore. You just can't. <laughs> and they made it doubly hard with, like, uh, at least on Xbox's side, like the backwards compat- compatibility stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Sony was late to that party, but they eventually uh, enabled at least some of it. So, like, yeah, like those those audiences are kind of solidified. So it's less about getting someone to switch, and more so getting someone to just adopt yours as well. Like w- whether they were playing on the the rival console or not you want them interested enough to just go and get your thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like X- Xbox, I like people, I mean, we, we want the really good exclusives. People want the really good exclusives in general, but also like, I just, I don't think they're ever, I don't think their, their game plan is to compete with Sony for masterpiece games. And I think that's fine. I think, I don't think Xbox is never going to have masterpiece games again. I think, you know, they have the studios in house to do that now. It's taking time, obviously, maybe too much time, but like they want people to stay subscribed to Game Pass. And so the games that they're going to focus on are games that keep people subscribed, they're not a one and done and then unsubscribe because you got to play the game you want, like you would with Netflix, where you watch the series you want and go to Paramount Plus or go to wherever you're going to go next. I think um, uh-huh. it, it kind of blows my mind. Like even the, the media covering this, like, just don't seem to get that. And it's like, well, they're not competing with Sony. And it's like, Phil, Phil Spencer, I, I really loved how candid he was about it too. He's like, yeah, we're really not competing with Sony anymore. It's like, there's no point. <laughs> we're not going to win the console war. So we need to do something different. Like, with all that being said, um, I, I do think there's there's still a little bit of, of there's, there's a lot of self-awareness there in that they're saying, you know, we're aiming for like a different path. But I think there's intention there in that they're aiming for a path that they can beat Sony in because they are still in competition with them. Like, I I get that they don't want to compete directly, but that's mainly because they have been losing in that competition because they they were doing it up until they couldn't anymore. So, like, I'm sure that they would love to, to get back on that horse. Like, they would love if their games did come out and were, like, critically acclaimed masterpieces and were, like... Uh, cultural touchstones in the same way like they also launched their own uh, first party uh you know television series and like that also you know didn't pan out the way they wanted like they are very clearly doing the same sorts of things that sony is doing and succeeding at but just not succeeding at it so like in in those sorts of ways they are in competition but i i I fully understand like they don't want it to seem like it because they are losing (laughs) like I, i i guarantee you the second that ship turns around and those things start to uh, pan out for them like you'll you'll hear them go on that offensive they'll start to brag they'll start to compare themselves to the front runner again because like that's good for business that kind of tit for tat situation but like it's it's not good at all right now like they're so far behind it makes more sense for them to to shy away from it 
and like shine attention on where they are doing well in the services department and like the up until uh, very recently, like this last couple of years, like their customer satisfaction. Cause like, even though they weren't selling as many consoles as Sony, the people who were on Xbox were in love. Like Game Pass is a, is a service that people will not shut up about. Even now, despite, you know, Redfall's shortcomings, like there's still a ton of stuff to play on Game Pass for the money that you, you spend. So like that ecosystem is happy, but they are they they did just kind of take one on the chin just now. And I think that's what they're kind of, to, that's what Phil was trying to address in this uh, interview. Yeah, and it was taking one on the chin. That's kind of in a long series of taking one on the chin. Yeah, so another one point, on the chin. Several, several <laughs> on the chin. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I completely agree with Nick that to me, I view them, I view Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft as very different entities. Um, you know, Sony has sort of cornered the market on these first party cinematic kind of blockbuster event games uh, and a lot of uh, sort of licensing deals with uh, exclusive Japanese games. You know, we're seeing that with Final Fantasy. We saw that with Persona when it first came out. Um, uh, rumors have it that they're, they're locking down a big thing with Konami that we might hear about soon. So, you know, the future of stuff like uh, Metal Gear, Silent Hill, Capcom, that, that might be Sony leading, which makes sense because a lot of that history was Sony leading, um, starting with the PS1. Uh, yeah, that's, that's very much intentional. Like, that's them, you know, nudging out the competition, which mm-hmm. is Xbox. So, like... Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't literally mean they're not competitors. I literally mean I more mean they're really targeting different markets at this point. Like Sony's going for premium, like award-winning games. I think Microsoft is much more focused on social games than than anything, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, like they're they're definitely like like their boats are are facing different directions, but like they're in the same waters. I feel like like either yeah. one of them would at a heartbeat take the other's lunch if they could like sony kind of sucks in the services department like they've they've put like half-assed solutions out there and and you could but like their bread and butter is the exclusives is the quality of those first parties and microsoft is the opposite so like the perception is you know left up to the user but more people seem to just because like a big name title that just gets you know 10 across the board like that's that's a bigger headline then, oh man, I'm saving so much money right now on Game Pass, so now I can pay my car insurance or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then obviously you have you know Nintendo is like kind of the weirdo in the corner who's just going to do their own thing. And uh, yeah, it's funny when people talk about the console wars. I feel like Nintendo is just kind of like yeah, like off it, to their it's, own it's amazing how they've managed to to kind of be the the elephant in the room, but also entirely yeah. <laughs> entirely apart. Well, and quite a long time ago, like maybe it was around the the Wii, um, they officially did what Microsoft is saying they're going to do, and being like, "We're not, this is, we're not even in this fight anymore. We're we're doing our own thing over here." And we've seen that through its highs with the Wii and the Switch, and its lows with the Wii U. Um, but it, they do generally, they don't feel like trend chasers. They are trend setters, even when those trends don't set. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still I I use. I personally use my Xbox more than my PlayStation. My Xbox is kind of like I use it for um, I I stream a lot of my stuff through Xbox, but also just Game Pass is like a really great kind of service for me. It's their uh, their indie games like they they are pretty good tastemakers when it comes to indies there. Um, And so, uh, yeah, everything kind of and uh, again, in a place of privilege where I can have all three of them, plus a 
PC and stuff, but I would understand, I guess, if I didn't, that it would be frustrating to see these companies locking certain experiences behind one wall or another. It is mm-hmm. it is funny, too, that like, I don't feel like anybody talks about PlayStation's catalog of games that you can get through their subscription service now on PS Plus, because yeah. like, it's pretty filled to the brim with stuff, and nobody yeah. talks about it. <laughs> Although you just got rid of that first wave of... Yeah, the first... Uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, isn't that but catalog like, locked to like the the higher tier? There's there's like the there's stuff? different tiers. There's like yeah, uh, it, it's probably it's really complicated. I feel like trying to explain it, but like there's three different tiers. One gives you access to I think like the PS4 games. The next one is like PS4, PS3, and then the other one's like PS4, PS3, and classics, which is like PS2 yeah. and PS1 games. Or yeah. something, something to that effect. Their classics library is pretty, pretty bad. Um, yeah, they're classic. But yeah, they just announced like today, like for for May, the latest Ratchet and Clank game is going to be free, which is like cool. That game came out. Yeah, that's not dope. last summer. Was it last? No, which one? No, two years it's ago. Two, two years ago. Yeah, two <laughs> summers ago. Lunch. Yeah, two summers ago. Um, but you know, stuff like Watch Dogs Legions on there, uh, Humanity, which is the upcoming game uh, published by the Tetris Effect folks at Enhance. Um, it's funny that they're like Dishonored's here, whereas Dishonored's now a like. Technically, a first-party Microsoft yeah. game. Do games retroactively yeah. become first-party? I, I I guess not, because then the Banjo Kazooie games that you play on uh, N64 yeah, would would be Microsoft games. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't actually I don't actually know how that works. A uh, couple of super chats really quick. Uh, Nick the OG with a TLR dono starting KC's car insurance fund. Please like share. <laughs> uh, Kill me incorporated with a five dollar donation. Thank you so much. We all lost the console wars. Were you guys, uh, Nick, you said you sort of swayed with the wind quite a bit in, in that you were selling games. Was that mostly like, oh, all my friends are playing Call of Duty on X and this was kind of before the, the cross play? Or like, what, why were you swaying from one console to another in terms of selling all your stuff? I don't were specific games like, oh, I need yeah, to play this? Yeah, I think it, well, yeah, it was kind of like impulsively where I was like, okay, like I've played all the games I want to play on Xbox 360. Now I want to play the PS3 games. And then I would, you know, sell, sell my whole collection and then <laughs> go to the PS3 and collect for a few years and then switch back to the Xbox. If my friends were all playing over there again until I, you know, was able to get both and then I didn't have to do that anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, we, we kind of, I, I made a tweet too about like just the weird people like just, are so defensive over these brands and like, Oh, Microsoft sucks. So I have to hate them. And it's like, Sony's annoying. So I have to hate them. And I'm, I've always never gave a shit about that. I'm just like, okay, Killzone looks cool. I want a PlayStation so I can play that. Okay. Uh, Viva Pinata looks fun. I want an Xbox so I can play that. Like, <laughs> it, you know, that, it's, that it's, level, it's a privilege, that it, level of, it's a privilege. No, good. It, well, it's a privilege place to be, but I mean, it's just like, I, the games are what's cool, not the platforms to me. Yeah, I think that that level of evangelism towards uh, the, the console brand tends to come from um, folks who actually don't care that much about video games. <laughs> it's like what they care about is uh, uh, status. And so like you buy something that's worth $500, it better be the best $500 one of those things amongst your peer group or amongst you know the wider scope so like if i'm on this team same thing with like iphones and android phones or whatever you want to know that you're a smart consumer you want to feel like you're a smart consumer and that it was worth it to spend all that much money so like the competition is the wrong choice because you made of course the right choice as a savvy consumer so i feel like that, that there's a lot of that energy out there 
but like it's all it's all throwaway. None of those people actually care about video games that much a lot of the time. Like they care about the the couple of things that they play, and they like that they have their own thing. But like, I'm gonna like uh, yeah, I'm I gotta get all the consoles because that's where all the other games I want to play are gonna be. I'm gonna take a different approach to the answer, maybe a bit more cynical one too. Uh, uh-huh. that the media stoked a lot of this online outrage over things. And I specifically remember um, it being really bad when I pretty much started covering games like right around the PS end of PS3, start of Xbox 360, or I mean, end of PS3, end of Xbox 360, and start of PS4, Xbox One. Like one of the big headlines that got people immediately riled up was just the difference in resolution between the two consoles and websites reported on it. Like it was this big fucking deal that everybody would notice and people would just go at each other's throats over it. And I was like, sit like we used to back on LSP, like uh, in the, at this time when like all these game media sites started up, the way to get traffic to your site was to post on N4G, which is like a link sharing site for, for game news. And you would submit your articles over there. And every fucking day, the top article on there would be something about resolution. I'm like, are you seriously this? It blew my mind that people were this pissed off about resolution, but the traffic numbers didn't lie. And so people. Yeah, that's the thing. And it's like a cycle where they keep posting it because people keep clicking and people keep clicking because they keep posting. Yeah. And, you know, so that that's kind of where that came from. And then I remember towards the end end of the even the xbox one ps4 generation like we were still doing that over just hardware specs between the two consoles and people were getting fired yeah, how up many, over how many teraflops you got yeah like you know, i was like you wouldn't even i don't even know how to describe what a teraflop is Who the f- none of these people know what they're talking about bunch, bunch of floppies that's what we call them <laughs> but i mean and it's not like there's people in chat like saying well duh it's like well yeah duh but i mean like it's it, it all transferred into social media when twitter became popular and then now like that stuff isn't covered anymore because I think everybody got sick of covering it. But man, yeah. the, the gaming communities on Reddit and everything, like I mean, you just yeah. I mean, it's it's you see that similar in like it's, it's the same thing with fandoms, sports and fandoms yeah. of IP, like fandoms of of the MCU or of the Snyderverse or of Star Wars or Star Trek or mm. fucking like it's just crazy to me that like I don't understand those things, but like like that intense fandom over those things, I don't understand that. I definitely don't understand having intense fandom of the delivery device of art (laughs) of PC or like of of the whole Steam and Epic thing. And I get like Epic's like all my things are centralized to Steam. And if it's on Epic, it's hard to get it over to Steam. I get that. I get that. It just seems to me like it would be like us vehemently arguing brands of movie theaters or like Walmart versus Target. Like who gives a shit? Like, like. It is so much less interesting for me to, to talk about that stuff than just the art itself. Um, yeah, well, now now it's gone from the, the media stoking a lot of that to the content creators on YouTube stoking a lot of it with a lot of misinformation. And oh, then, sure. You know, you have Twitter accounts like uh, <clears throat> like that Tim Dog guy always kind of riling up the Sony fanboys and then calling them out. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> you know, like, I've muted most of it today. I, th- I, th- I think it's, I just think it's interesting how it's continued to be like such a loud noise on social media like that people haven't gotten sick of it yet it, it, yeah. it's low-hanging fruit like yeah. it because again it's it's evangelism it's like i'm part of a team like i like the group of people who are part of my team and like some every now and then you'll get like funny discourse going back and forth and like sure. that's all fun and games stuff too like and i'm not going to pretend that i'm above it <laughs> but i i, I do want to say like some of the low level stuff like when people just lie or just tell just nonsense like that i I don't engage with and, and don't like. I think it's it's bad faith, right? 
I actually do love console wars when it is about the actual companies doing trying to one up each uh, other like strategies. Yeah, like business decisions and yeah like, because they do that stuff exists like sony will make a decision based on something microsoft has done and vice versa and like everyone will react to something nintendo does i love watching that and mm -hmm. that's what i personally consider like console wars like because that that's what they originally were like Sega and nintendo yeah, at a corporate level not at a yeah. fan base level yeah, yeah like not the fans but like the companies would have advertisements sneak this at each other and then like they try like oh mario has this well sonic has that and like yeah like that's that's pushing each other like that's competition like i love that and like it's, it's and that's fun to talk about like that's that's what a console war is to me and, and that does still happen today it's you know, just it was, uh, it's, you gotta work to get to it it's pretty pretty friendly between xbox and sony on social media for quite a while i bet it's not going to be anymore after activision <laughs> <laughs> i mean after that that, that thing's yeah. especially because sony's yeah, been such like, a low baller <laughs> you now that's like oh you put your fingers on my money that's not good <laughs> yeah. that's, we don't want that yeah, because I, I do remember that E3 uh, like 10 years ago or so. The image the, that goes uh, around till the to this day of Xbox 360. Oh, how you share. Course, oh, no, I was, how you share games. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Remember Xbox's whole thing yeah, like, of like, licenses and ownerships? <laughs> yeah, and then Shuei Yoshida and Adam Boyce did the how you share games. And they reacted to that like that was within the same E3. So they like made that skip because of Microsoft screwing the pooch at the beginning of E3. I, I um, wish I could turn my camera to show Barry. He's literally just, um, let's see if I can do it. Fucking Xbox, Xbox fanboy Barry. I don't think you can see him out there. He's just laying on the floor and like chomping on his toy and looking at me to pay attention to him. <laughs> He's bringing I'm talking the about door. the video games. <laughs> uh, a couple more super chats going back to Fat Koch with a five dollar donation. Thank you so much. I see we're having another old man yelling at clouds episode. Hopefully this week's audio is better. We're good. Don't you worry. Thank you for the donation, Fat Koch. Uh And Nick the OG with a $2 donation. Nick, 4K Calandra, the resolution doesn't matter. That hey. is true. That is funny. You are hey. Johnny Resolution. Just for movies. <laughs> okay. No, that's not true. I like games that are my 4K resolution too on my TV. But yeah. I don't get mad when it's not the resolution. <laughs> Just <laughs> I get mad when it's not 60 frames per second. Redfall. Oh, no. Man, I do not... I can't unless it is like running side by side. I am not able to tell the difference between those things. You one day I'm you'll know. I'm, I'm an idiot. Yeah, because sometimes it just doesn't matter, honestly. But there are situations where it's like, oh, I can see that this does look a lot better running at yeah. six than, than it did before. <laughs> I guess I also don't play like sixty or the the, the uh, frames per second probably is important in shooters like you, faster you, paced games a lot of games i don't play do you play most of your games <laughs> in performance mode or quality mode uh i played jedi survivor in performance mode okay you care about frame rate conversation over well do i because they just gave me a question and i was like i don't know whatever <laughs> fucking just give it to me <laughs> super salad i don't care whatever one <laughs> it's fine um like Mon they, monster hunter rise uh feels very different like it looks it feels di very different jumping between them. i'm gonna go steal no, so that's the <laughs> people are always yeah i keep hearing what sounds like a scream but it's like i think a squeeze toy um i i honestly thought that was in my head <laughs> i thought i was just hearing baby ghosts in the, in the stream uh no bloodborne is still one of those games that game is 30 frames per second correct yeah ps4 yeah. and everyone's like this is fucking unplayable like 
I, how can you not do this? And I'm like, I don't think Bloodborne is unplayable at all. I think it they is perfect. full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it, if if they were playing it in 60 and then had to go back to 30, I could maybe be like, all right, well, maybe yeah. it feels that way to you. But like, if you've never even had it at 60, then you don't like you're speaking nonsense. <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. Exactly. Uh, in King Dad with a two dollar donation, thank you so much. AMC over Regal? Question mark. They've been closing all the Regals. Uh, well, AMC, I guess AMC over Regal. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Regal's in a different game. Regal's not in the the. We're not in the oh, having human beings sit in our seats business. Yeah, we're we're, <laughs> we're in the uh, spend forty dollars on popcorn business. Uh, Ira Zombie, uh, you probably heard an echo when I had my headphones next to my mic when I put them down to go steal Barry's toy. Oh yeah, which That's now they're humping each other. Now they're humping each other. Yeah, do dogs just like they just like go to town on each other? Well, <laughs> I mean, like Max will try, and then Barry's like, "Nah, bro," and then they fight. So sounds like an anime. <laughs> sounds like you want you do like anime, Nick. You just didn't realize it. You're living in anime. I'm still waiting for my Vinland Saga to have updated dubs. Dubs, dubs. Well, did it get delayed because of? Uh, no, they, they're literally the way they're releasing season two is like they're. Netflix is literally doing the dubs as the episodes are releasing. Oh, it's weekly on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that took me by surprise. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's like they're doing like they're doing like dubs in like three episode chunks. I guess that makes sense because like it it seems like anime comes in real hot. Uh, You know, know, whereas like that season is not one that ties you over to the next episode. Season two has been very freaking boring. Yeah, (laughs) season two has been very. uh, very kind of but that's me and almost all anime it's like i need to watch it in a big old chunk because like yeah it's a it's a bunch of little bite-sized morsels and i need those morsels to combine into a full meal it's like it's like a bunch of quibbies i can't just watch one quibby i have to watch several quibbies <laughs> uh this is the second show this week we've talked about quibbies shout out to quibs um uh, they can't hear you though they're dead rest in peace quibs <laughs> uh <laughs> the quibs wars uh did you guys have any final thoughts before we just move on to stuff I've been playing, stuff I've been watching? No, I, I, I think I watched um, Podcast Unlocked with, or whichever one, yeah, Podcast Unlocked with Ryan McCaffrey Xbox and Khalif yeah. mm-hmm. Adams, and basically, I mean, I think they set up back because everybody's just waiting for Xbox to show and stop telling. Like, that's really all they yeah. need to do at this point. Like, this E3, I we need to see things that aren't just Starfield and Forza. We need to see, you know, what they're working on into the future. I want to see... I don't really... They've announced all these IPs now so long ago. Like, I don't care if they're not ready. I just want to see that there's progress being made and that they exist. You know, I think I think it was Khalif who said that they kind of like they can't even show anymore. Like, they got to come out because <laughs> like it, it, does, it yeah, doesn't matter what they tell you. Show. There's like yeah. a third option. It is like things do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they got to come out. They got to they got to be good and they got to work. <laughs> like at this point, like what what are you guys doing over there? <laughs> yeah, I, I really think, I mean, we know Forza is going to be fine. Um, yeah, what, what's the other one they have? Start, Starfield. Starfield. Yeah, Starfield is a big question mark. And then, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm relatively convinced, like, Ninja Theory will be fine with Hellblade 2. Just whether or not it's an overly cinematic experience or actually a game, you know, that that, that is ambitious for them. We'll see. And then, you know, yeah. we also have... It's rough, too, because... Hellblade One is fucking awesome. I love the first Hellblade. Uh, it feels niche to me. 
it's, mm. it's really not that gameplay heavy. <laughs> it's not, yeah. No, and not I think compared, that's part of the, like, the reason I really like it. Is it's like super atmospheric, killing oh, stories, oh, really man. cool. And I love they, they portray mental illness. I love Enslaved. Like, I want them to go back to heavy action adventure game, not this super cinematic stuff. And nothing they've shown, yeah. like, Hellblade 2 looks graphically incredible from what they've yeah. shown, but yeah. I, like, I don't know what the game is going to be like, and I just want to see it. <laughs> like, I want to know. Yeah, I, I do have faith in them, though. Like, Yes, the first Hellblade was more cinematic and story heavy than it was gameplay centric, but like DMC, uh, Enslaved, uh, yeah. even the <laughs> another failure, uh, friggin' uh, Heavenly Sword, Bleeding Edge. No, 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 oh, Bleeding, Bleeding Edge. Edge. Bleeding Edge. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that game everybody. felt good. Like that game was a good concept. Yeah. It just yeah. didn't survive as a live service thing. So like, I I still have confidence that it, they can make a fun action thing, but like. They they haven't really shown. Yeah, I mean, it I, I, pretty much all the developers they picked up are competent developers that I I have full yeah. faith in. Like I have complete faith compulsion in Obsidian. A, did you say compulsion? Compuls, Compulsion's made two. Their first games. game was really cool. Yeah, the that was the and we happy few when it was uh, done was yeah. actually received no, well. The uh, first game was called Contrast. Yeah, it was a, it was a oh, early okay, four and Xbox One launch title. Yeah, yeah. I remember Contrast. Yeah, yeah, yeah we happy really few. I think was actually not. No, I don't think it was what they intended to make when that came out. The problem was, like, they showed a trailer and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's, it's like Bioshock. Bioshock. Yeah. But the game wasn't like Bioshock. And they were like, ooh, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, I think that, that one was like we went too ambitious, <laughs> overscoped. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, X- Xbox must have saw something in picking them up. Yeah, oh, no. And, uh, yeah, obviously, we're going we're gonna to start seeing, I mean, all these... Bethesda Studios are going to be putting out games like mm-hmm. it is working on something machines the machine work or machine games. machine gun is that machine, machine gun machine, machine games. games machine gun I was like of, of Mr. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> greatest rapper alive Mr. The Kelly greatest pop punk whatever <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't think he's a rapper that. that's that probably not the word yeah, I think Pen- he's going to fill some 41's place now that they've retired I think uh, <laughs> we happy few phys- like personally hurt Penelope J. <laughs> <laughs> oh no why it's just very unhappy yeah, but it's he was still bad has always been bad and has never not been bad oh i didn't realize anyone Man. had yeah. i think it's it's one of those games that you either love it or hate it for a lot of people i don't even think about it I'm like, I, I never right i never here. played it. i don't think about you at all mm-hmm. had a very cool uh very cool showing at a d3 once so well <laughs> done just release don't release games just release showings Seems easy. Uh, just never go back. Yeah, exactly. Um, so is it safe to say, obviously, we're going to have a bunch of uh, Summer Game Fest coverage just about a month from now, a little less than a month from now. Um, you know, starting off uh, by the end of this month, we should have a PlayStation so- showcase, it sounds like. So, And then um, between Summer Game Fest Live, the Xbox Bethesda Conference, Ubisoft, um, we'll be doing a lot of our, you know, our, our traditional uh, pre-post-show watch-alongs, Bonanza. Maybe we'll bring Bingo back. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Little, bingo. little summer game fest bingo you play an yeah. awful game again carnivores part two <laughs> no let's no. not do that yeah have us do carnivores again <laughs> no, play there's game. other bad games without dinosaurs um that game so make you play enough. redfall <laughs> oh no you could even last Dang. two hours <laughs> um do uh so is it safe to say i'm assuming we all kind of agree that like the the company with the most approved this summer is probably microsoft Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's not even close. By far, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because Sony, it seems like if they're just like here's Spider-Man Two, it's pretty neat, and here's a trailer for one or two games coming out in a few years, and then here's some third-party stuff. Like, it seems like they have an easy win. Um, Nintendo after Tears of the Kingdom will probably start the ball rolling on new console conversations. Um, yeah, Breath of the, the, the Tears of the Kingdom has to be the swan song for this console. 
It has to be. Yeah. Or we'll or, or we'll do Pokemon. What what does Scarlet and Violet make? Po- Pokemon like Indigo. Is that what we're gonna get no. this year? If that's true, you are very good at color combining. I am. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Was it you or Frost or Jay? Someone told me how to make. Did you tell me how to make purple? No, uh, you can make brown with uh, uh make, yellow and purple you crayon. <laughs> yeah, you make brown with yellow and purple. Didn't, didn't we also have to convince you that red and green make yellow? <laughs> me, no. Also, you're talking about light. What light? Yeah, like light. Light combining is different than like uh, wax crayon combining. Like, yeah, you, get, no, you can get different colors. There's no way you're putting red and green and you get yellow out of that. There's no world. There's no world. King Dead just says brown is orange but dark. I kind of like that. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Brown's just orange with the lights off. I mean, on the color wheel, when you go from orange to dark, it's brown. <laughs> Why do you all know about this color wheel? What's good? Like, how often do you look at color wheels? I, I, did, I do a bunch of graphic design stuff. Okay, yeah, it's, it's all that Adobe Sweet bullshit. Oh, uh, I don't know. Open up Adobe. It's I don't know. I thought, you're still, I thought you're still remembering, like, fucking school. <laughs> no, yeah, that was my own experimentation. No, the yeah. way I used to, Crayons the way up. I used to, I, the way I learned to update my websites was by using inspect mode on, on the browser, and then you could just look at the code, and then when you click on a button, there's a color wheel to change things, and I would just sit there and mess with that. It was fun. Look, look, at, look at Neo over here. Yeah, you were in the Matrix. <laughs> I was That's incredible. Seeing the world is, is asking. I was able to read code. I, you know, Kung Fu. Um, you guys been playing anything? I finished South Park: The Stick of Truth for the first time last night. A Ubisoft original? Nope, that was Obsidian, right? Yeah, but Wait, published by Ubisoft. The first one was Obsidian, but published yeah. by Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. published yeah. by Ubisoft. Yeah, uh, yeah, really good game. <laughs> really good game. Didn't overstay its welcome. I don't know if I want to play the sequel. I should have bought it when it was ten bucks like a week ago, and now it's fifty dollars again. I'm like, nope. You're it goes on sale a lot. Yeah. I will say. Yeah. Um, so if you keep an eye on it, it will go on sale again. That's a deep discount, though. Yeah. Well, a lot I mean, of Ubisoft games go on, like have really great, at least on uh, Switch. They're always trying to get me to buy some Ubisoft games. It's uh, very nice. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, don't, I don't know if Stick of Truth would uh, pass today's culture, but <laughs> there's, there's, South Park like seems like it's able. To, uh, I mean, you, South Park feels like. It's have you played it, Casey? <laughs> no, but I, I, I've heard of some of the, like the most kind of crazy jokes in yeah, there. You abort a baby. And <laughs> what else is do? Like the whole Republican <laughs> yeah. Party is. No, they don't want you to abort your babies. <laughs> yeah, they they, they, want, them, they want the mothers to die. Yeah. They're like, he'll go ahead and have your brother's baby, miss. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what they're on over there. Stick of truth isn't that old. Stick of truth is absolutely old. It's like it's not that old though. Ten years I don't old. think it's that it's old. It's like ten years old. I mean, we don't I don't consider ten years old to be that old. It is ten years old. Which... Twenty fourteen it came out. That to me that's yeah. old. <laughs> That's a long time ago. To me, ten years old. Ten years is old with a lowercase o. I do not think ten like years that. makes it a retro game. No, I think it's not a retro sure. game. Yeah, but yeah. ten years ago is a long time. Ago. What is? But what is a retro game then? PS2 games at this point. Sure. Okay. Very I early know, Xbox 360 games. I would. I would almost say like Perfect Dark Zero is a retro game at this point. People, some some people oh, say that, fifteen years. Some people say fifteen years, which means Bioshock would be a retro game. Fifteen does not sound long enough. Like I would lean more towards like twenty versus fifteen. But perfect dark was I middle school zero is a retro. I don't like. No, I'm like. I, gra- I, I, gra- I, think no, I graduated. I graduated. I was not in middle school. I graduated high school ten years ago. My ten year reunion is like in three weeks. Fuck, I forgot that was happening. 
Congratulations. <laughs> Are you gonna bring bring your best these nuts jokes? <laughs> <laughs> um Old Hunter says retro is before three D. No, you can have you can mm-hmm. definitely have three D retro games. Like Mario sixty four, that's a retro th- game. Th- this is a conversation we don't need to get into. <laughs> The semantics this? of retro. But anyways, <laughs> Nick played that old game. We sound like fucking Tom Holland Spider-Man. Have you ever <laughs> seen that old movie, Aliens? <laughs> uh, you know, one thing I really liked about South Park is you you touched on it. It's um, an RPG, and it's very short. 12 hours. Yeah. In and out of your, it's in and out of your life in 12 hours. Actually, I finished it in like 10. Because I was yeah, just that good at it. Yeah, because Nick is, is how long it takes to beat minus two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you didn't need to like grind or anything to get through that content. No. Right. No. Okay. Cause good. That's a better RPG than actual retro RPGs. Yeah. I, I was like, you know, I want to play another JRPG after this. And I would look at Octopath Traveler too. And then I looked up how long to beat. And I was like, yeah, 72 yeah. hours. It's like, mm, you yeah. know, nah, not right now. <laughs> you already have a JRPG you're playing and it's called Persona 5. I will finish Royal. it in 10 years. We'll be playing now. it again in several months. <laughs> I almost I almost clicked download on Persona 4 yesterday on my Steam Deck. And then oh I was my like, God, you would make you're going to make great friends. But that was with, also like with 100 hours long. Persona 4. This is true. But if you don't play it on stream, you could play it on your little Steam Deck laying down. I have surrounded I, by your dogs. I haven't even finished Jedi Survivor yet. I haven't even finished Resident Evil 4 remake yet. I've started Oh, all these you games. should finish those games. I know. I, I keep the EA Star Wars account on Twitter. It keeps trying to spoil me on Jedi Survivor, and I'm getting angry. Oh. Don't don't do that. Don't let them get spoiled. Well, how far are you? What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you up to? I just re-unlocked getting back to Coruscant. Gotcha. So I'm not that well, far. You, you go back to Coruscant. Don't um, Yeah. You playing anything else besides those two? Watching anything? You haven't no. been on recap in a while. You been watching anything? Uh. I watched some succession when on my travels. I haven't gotten to keep up with it too much, but I, I do want to start Silo. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's good. Oh, I've episode. heard it's really good. First episode is very cool. It's based on a trilogy of sci-fi books that is uh, gets the Jack Packard seal of approval. It's on Apple TV Plus. Well done, Apple. That means I might not like it. They got some stuff over there. What are you talking about? You love C. No, I said I, I, if Jack likes it, then I might not like it. Oh, him and I's tastes are like completely opposite of each other. <laughs> <laughs> except for yeah, El- have, except for Elden Ring, that's like the only place we cross over. Elden Ring, that's the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because um, on the Escapist show, every time I brought up a game, he's like, "Oh, by the way, I played this two dollar indie game where you fling poop at people." <laughs> well, you know what they say, Nick. You're just like big IGN. You know, you know why wasn't why you haven't heard of it? Why, it's not why doesn't Jack have the thing? Likes he likes poo poo. He's the one that plays poo poo games. <laughs> Because Jack would he, probably embrace he like played that, he played that game where you could eat your own puke. <laughs> I mean, that is that's quite different than poo poo, though. Comes out Do of an entirely puke different you drink puke. Hole. Sound off in the comments below. Yeah, Jack doesn't like turn based RPGs either. I don't know Jack's gaming taste. I really don't. He just he likes things. He likes Elden Ring. He likes grapple hooks. I know that. He, he loves grapple. Played, hooks. Played, he, he played grapple, grapple dog. Yeah. I think he's excited for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, he likes he likes Zelda, he likes the Souls games, and he likes these weird indie games that he just finds when he's sitting on his toilet. Does a lot of toilet sitting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yogurt commercial of- three. That was the yeah. name of the game where you eat your own puke. I don't know, Martin. Uh, were you here that time, Marty? When he- no. Okay. Yeah, he played a, like there, there's literally a game you can look it up on Steam. Yogurt commercial three, and it is the okay. One. So J- yeah, Jim just uh, posted that in the chat. It's a. Uh, 
It's the weirdest game I've seen. Are there <laughs> other yogurt commercials? Uh, yeah, I guess so. There's yogurt I can tell too. Jack about pineapple on pizza. I bet Jack would like pineapple on oh. pizza. The game, not the... I forgot not, to go look the, that up. Apparently Nick, Nick, Nick the OG tried to... Said, uh, oh my God, I tried to super chat Nick likes poo-poo and it, and it wasn't allowed. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> Maybe YouTube finally decided to stop your bullying. But yeah, this is this is harassment. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is harassment. I wouldn't even know how to ban the phrase "poo poo." I would also probably spell it differently. I put like a hyphen halfway through. <laughs> ah, poo poo. <laughs> um, Casey, you been playing anything? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I had a little bit of time before some review stuff kicked in, and uh, I finally remembered that uh, Sifu launched that Arenas DLC, where like they added like a bunch of like just just like kind of high score challenges uh, to the to the game. So like you, it's completely divorced from the story. So you don't have to get any story progression. You have the entire move list unlocked when you jump in there. And it's essentially just um, like themed arcade style challenges. So like uh, you'll you'll have a specific goal. For example, stay as young as possible. If you don't know, and every time you die in Sifu, you age up based on the number of times you die. So like stay as young as possible and then like they'll have different ages for you to get one two or three stars um but then some of them will be based on like very famous or iconic uh movie fight scenes like um one is essentially from matrix revolutions where you fight like the wave of mr smith's and yeah, then, like the burly, the burly brawl oh, yeah i saw that yeah I saw, yeah i saw that I so like they even movie. they even put the main character in like an outfit that like looks like neo and then, like, they had, like, all the same character model. Like, it was a bunch of dudes with, like, in suits with shades on. And, like, it, it, and it, it was really, really cool because every time you block in that particular challenge, everything goes into slow-mo. <laughs> so, like, it, it, it adds a new layer to the game because uh, whereas defensively you, you know, you hold block to move your head around or whatever so you can dodge kicks and punches, but then you tap it to parry. If you hold block in this, you're watching you know, kicks and punches come at you in super slow motion. So you have to like actually wait. So like they force you to make it super cinematic because if you try to react as you normally would, you just get kicked in the face because you kind of change their timing by slowing down time. Yeah, yeah. So like you, it makes you kind of play the game a little differently catered to just that challenge. And like, it's really, really fun. Like there's, I know it's one based on like the actual old boy uh, fight boy, scene that they yeah. borrow from in the main game. But like there's one that's actually got the filter on top of it that I saw in the trailer. Uh, I think there's something from the baby driver because like there's a jacket from that looks like it's from that movie in there. But like it's really fun. Like they're they're figuring out like cool new ways to to keep you engaging with that really awesome combat system. Uh, Is the DLC free or is it like? Uh, Yeah, it's free. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think you have to pay anything extra for it. That's really cool. Man, that's one of those games that I feel like that had the misfortune of releasing even anywhere near Elden Ring's orbit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Elden Ring just like... Nobody should have released a game within six months of Elden Ring. It was just taking the first couple weeks of the year off, or first couple months of the year off, yeah. Um, Jack's still playing it. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be... I, I wonder what Jack's going to take to Armored Core. If he's going to care about those robots or not. I doubt it. That's a good question. He, he likes he likes the Souls games because he can be a naked barrel boy, and but and you can be a armored a, armored, a armored barrel boy. That is a, that, that's not <laughs> weird enough for Jack. <laughs> there you go. If he if he was gonna play an armored core game, he'd have to like be able to like just be a person taking down the armored cores. The little man, <laughs> yeah. Just bad. Just poking just poking the armored cores with a stick. See, he can get, get behind that. 
uh nick dog also with a two dollar donation thank you so much nick calandra likes pew pew that was good yeah. that's a good way to get around the poo poo filter is, is with that, a little pew pew is that french for poo pew 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 that's that's all i that's like every time somebody tried to speak to me in french when we were in quebec i was just like like poo poo and they're like they yeah, like oh, you're a great visitor American. to the country yeah, yeah like, did, get, get this guy out of here like, punch you in the face immediately after <laughs> 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 yes sir what would you like to drink le poo poo <laughs> <laughs> he does like le poo poo so there you go um casey you been playing anything else uh anything else playing nothing i can talk about but um Boop. i did finish jury duty which uh is that uh freebie uh television series no, they're like free nice streaming service real jury uh, jack's duty. cousin apparently uh executive producer on it oh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, it is delightful. Like it's it really funny. Really good. Like it's really funny. Like it's a really kind of uh, like it's a really interesting premise that I am in awe of uh, the actors' ability to pull it off. Like they really like just improv the the hell out of every single situation, and like it's it's so ridiculous. And 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 by the end of it, like how genuine like you you get bits of it throughout but like the the main guy who does not know that everything is basically fake uh in that story um he legit comes off as like a really genuine cool dude yeah so like that that's like that's kind of like like if you watch the news and get real pissed off you could watch jury duty and like kind of regain some faith in humanity (laughs) yeah 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 i love it's it's a really good watch uh i especially love that final episode because they give you a little peek behind the curtain yeah how things are made and how like it was almost designed like a video game in that here's a scenario and depending on how he reacts to it this is what we're gonna do yeah we'll branch off to this yeah if he'll like go with the weirdness or if he'll push back at the weirdness or if he'll just turn around and completely leave the weirdness we have like all these different scenarios covered for and uh so it's really interesting to see how the whole thing uh Oh, the whole thing was was made. Yeah, so you uh, do get that payoff. Anyone ad free somewhere? I don't think so. I think Freebie's whole thing is it is yeah, ad supported. There's no way to pay for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, I don't know, I'll just pull up your phone. Go do something on your phone. Uh, yes, because it is pretty much the Truman Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's really it's just a really nice, really really easy watch. Um, also, shout out to James Marston. Like, what a sport! Yeah. Yo, I've 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 gained so much like uh, respect for James Marston. He's really good. He's really funny in <laughs> that. Yeah, he's he's really good. Like, right. He made me laugh like out loud several times, and yeah. clearly he was doing just off the cuff stuff. Like he didn't he wasn't coming off of a script. Like he's just really freaking good. Yeah. Frost with a good point. Work out during the ads. Summer bod. Get your jury duty bod. Ooh, I need <laughs> I need to do that. There you go. I gotta go. Nick, I, gotta, I gotta go on a boat in like three weeks, and I don't want to be the anchor. <laughs> Are you just gonna get like swole as hell? You need to. Well, you can't get you can't get too much muscle because if you're not gonna, you gotta just drop the pounds. Well, that's a good. You gotta get in one of those. I don't want to be the. Anchor. You gotta like get in a sauna. I don't. And, and I don't want to be like, like in a tracksuit. I don't want to be like Tommy Boy, where I'm sitting in the back of the boat and there's no wind and the sails don't move. What kind of a boat are we talking about? I don't know yet. Also, I don't think it's going to have are, sales. You are not Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to, I need to let you know. Yeah. God, I'm so, um, I'm so I'm still sad he died. He's so funny. Yeah. Buried in Madison, Wisconsin. Shout out to cemeteries. Nobody, nobody took me to that. Um, he doesn't have a statue. Yeah. Why does he, he have a statue? Bronze. Well, he has a he has a grave. Should have a Tommy Boy statue. <laughs> 
We could have taken you to, to not the, the same thing as a statue. It is not the same thing as a statue. Um, That's been so statue? much more depressing. Would you have a, rather have a statue? Or, well, like, one is still alive. That's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, he's, he's wait, Lafon's still, still alive. alive. You say he went before they could give him a statue. Like that's that's what happened. Yeah, he went unexpectedly. Whereas Henry Winkler is still kicking it, fucking killing it on Barry. Oh, you can so good on Barry. You can have statues before you die, unless you're a dictator. Henry Winkler literally has a statue. You saw it, didn't? Oh no, you didn't see. It. I didn't get to go because you guys didn't take me anywhere cool. That doesn't sound like us. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what we were doing the, the week that you were there. But you did well. You did one stream. You were there a week, weren't you? There like two days. <laughs> I was there for like four or five days. And then you did I a think stream. It was around for a little bit. Yeah, it was around for five days. I was there for my my own birthday cake. <laughs> That's true. What a birthday cake. Yeah. It was a good birthday, birthday cake. Happy birthday. Birthday. <laughs> birthday Frost. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Frost's birthday, right? Oh, yeah. Frost's birthday. He finally joined the People were giving him little birthday super chats earlier in the in Yahtzee stream. Oh, nice. nice. He joined the 28 club. Um, it's all downhill from here. Seven club. So that means it's all downhill from there. Oh, no. <laughs> I would now. <laughs> I just turned 28. Uh, and then, Casey, what's Baki Hanma? Oh, um, is it Baki the Grappler? It is. It is a continuation of the Baki the Grappler story. Uh, it, it's another Netflix series. I think there's only a single season of it out so far. Um, I only watched the first episode. It's it's back to being like super dumb in like the best possible way, which is like what endeared me to that show in the first place. Because like the the season before it in uh, just plain Baki was bad like it it was dumb and also uninteresting and like stupid and like what they were trying to get across and like i i really checked out uh this one is like starting off on the right foot where it's like these <laughs> these guys are like overly developed uh like they're they're making fun of toxic masculinity yeah by being insanely toxically masculine <laughs> <laughs> like it's i i i I like it. Like it's a running joke that they don't let up the gas on at all. Uh, Is that but all out, or are you watching that weekly? Um, I think that's all out. But also, it, it came out like a while back. So, like, if it oh, was released weekly, I would not have known because I'm only sure, I sure, sure. I need a, I need an anime to get into. I haven't, I haven't, I, I finished. Uh, Tell you, man, FMA. Yeah, do it. It's time. I feel like I need some. I need something small first. And think about that summertime rendering. You heard about that? Uh, I've heard about it. I don't know what it is, though. I think it's got some time loop shenanigans. God knows I like time loop. Also, recommendation, Hideo Kojima. He liked it. My best friend. Right. That's where I saw that. Yeah. yeah it was good for Nick's personal friend, yeah, Hideo Kojima. Was, uh, <laughs> was uh, cheering about it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Amy's in chat yelling about Blue Lock again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about Bochi the Rock is incredible. I love Bochi the Rock. Yeah, I forgot you about that. Bochi the Rock yet? I have not. I, I oh, my God. The, the rock band, right? Yeah, it's about a rock I love, band. And I love music anime. I've, I've yet to watch a music anime that was bad. Yeah, and like the guitarist is this like 16-year-old uh, high school girl who's like a savant, but also like ripplingly shy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like how she tries to give her gift to the world and, and grows close to this band. But it's actually super fucking funny. It's like one of the funniest anime I've seen in years. Good stuff. Uh, Frost said, did Kojima say he liked it or did he just say its name? It's he said he, he liked say, it. Is the name. You know what he just said the name of? Super Mario Brothers movie. He just said, he just posted a picture of like in the theater for it. No comments. So we know, we know his opinion on the Super Mario movie. 
You know what? At least they made a Mario movie, Kojima. Where's this Metal Gear movie? If he didn't, yeah, he, he, did, yep. he did not like the Mario movie because there wasn't ten hours of them just talking to each other in it. That'd have been great. Actually, is it, wait, what happened to Ko- isn't Kojima still making a movie, like a Death Stranding movie or something? Supposedly, oh, yeah. yeah, they kind of announced. That's gonna okay. be that's gonna be a weird well, movie. See. I want to see Miyamoto uh, post a picture of the Death Stranding movie <laughs> when that comes. Out. It's <laughs> just him in the background. <laughs> the North remembers. <laughs> <laughs> the East. <laughs> do you think? Do you think Miyamoto is what? Do you think Miyamoto A knows? B cares. C would be one to hold a grudge. I don't think he'd hold he's a grudge. Nintendo but money. I do think he knows and cares. <laughs> He's like, not going to tell you, though. Do you think he knows the Mario movie could have been better? Probably. But the know. Mario it also, movie it also was, made like a billion dollars, so he probably made, doesn't he, care. He might be like, oh, the money is all I need. Like, that's all the validation I need. <laughs> Cause like he 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 was never a story guy anyway. Like he made the games because he wanted to do gameplay stuff. So like whatever they threw together on the screen, it made the money back. Everybody's happy. That's probably his, you his think, take uh, on it. But his games were also like, do you think he's a dude who cares like what his games Metacritic's get or like I guess before when he was you would have to game? like yeah as a creator he would definitely want validation on if the thing he made was good. So I I can't imagine he'd be immune to that. Do you yeah. do you think uh, with the Mario movie? being Mario movie and Tears of the Kingdom being probably the last two things that are like related switch related that are going to be big. Do you think Mario is going to be the game to kick off the next console? I do. I do too. I feel like, I mean, we haven't gotten uh, full Mario since 2017 with Mario mm-hmm. Odyssey. And then we got that little sort of bite-sized Bowser's fury back in right. 2020 alongside um, Mario 3d world. But uh, I guess that was 2021. Um, but yes, I, I have to imagine that would be their thing to kick it off. And then whatever Switch 2 versions Tears of, of Tears of the Kingdom and Smash and Mario Kart. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we were talking about that. What do you do with Mario Kart? And I think you strip it back, go to the basics. Give me that Nintendo Kart. I think you just update the That's game. That's what I feel like they frames. might do with Smash if they make another one. I kind of I, I kind of want them to just do Ultimate in, Enhanced. I bet, <laughs> like I, just I bet they're, they're, they're like, going to make that. it and just port it Ultimate as it plus. is. Yeah. yeah, like I, I'd be fine with that because if they do want to make another full on one, like they're probably going to have to be like, all right, now we're back to like 20 characters. <laughs> Would you be fine with that? Not, Would you find that our world of I, I kind of I want yeah. ultimate again, I think. I, I think I'd be a little mad if they scale it back some. Like you've you've had the all you can eat buffet. Now you can't go back to like a little fucking dish. Like it's literally called ultimate. Like what, what are you supposed to do after this? <laughs> I was going to say super, but. The whole thing has been called super. Super. I mean, if, they, if they just open up the floodgates and be like, "Hey, now we'll we'll restart the DLC waves," then I can get behind that. But like that, just give me more ultimate. And the thing is, like, if you pair it back, I'd, I'd, I'd make it a deeper fighting game. Is that what anyone wants? Like, I don't. It feels like it is the perfect amount of accessible and deep right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. see them making another game. I see the Switch, Switch Two being cross generational platforms. You don't want to lose that whole player base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think they'll just port Mario Kart and Super Smash. I mean, and yeah, Smash Bros. and all that stuff over right over to this thing. We'll get Nintendo Kart. It's happening. Um, also, imagine if they called it Smash Bros. Two. God damn it, Marty! Super Smash Two, <laughs> Smash Two. No, you're banned from using two. These are bad. Well, can I use T O and T O O? No. 
It's Even if I sometimes don't use you, them correctly. All three of those get you too excited. Damn it. I used it. <laughs> I always do you guys have do you does your brain do a thing when you to figure out which TO or TOO? I, I'm like TOO is when it's a large amount because it's got two O's, so it's like a, a large amount of O's. For whatever reason, I've always understood the difference between those three things. Like they just make sense to me. I've never had to think about it. <laughs> you you can't because if you if you get it wrong, the internet jumps on your ass. The internet is not real. <laughs> as as a as a kid on MySpace, it was whenever you said two, and some <laughs> dickhead comes into your comments like he's having the wrong two. I'll see you in class tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, fight that man. That's how I solve my problems. <laughs> Give him the only two you need. Yeah, just wait till you're at the bottom of the slide, motherfucker. <laughs> slide. I was picturing you in like high school, and then you said the bottom of the slide. I was like, what school are we in? Yeah, why are these this junior grade schoolers on my space? <laughs> yeah, what we all you, had our project. You... We all had our project playlist in like fourth grade. On my space. That's too young. Y'all should not yeah. have been on the internet. Yeah, you shouldn't have been on the internet it's, there. Uh, there was some wild stuff there. Yeah, well, you know, we all turned out fine. We yell about resolution and video game consoles. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Doing> great. We don't have a mental health epidemic. <laughs> <laughs> internet just fried everyone's brains. <laughs> I'd be alive. Um, do you guys have anything else? Do you want to... Pop up on a close up shop, give Casey a little time to to get ready for he needs to protect us, get his uh test ready. Uh we're definitely not doing a test today because there is not a test ready. <laughs> is the I, I are you guys week, close though. to finishing the game? Uh we might. Where are you at? Uh crap, where are we? You always oh, people uh, always ask this a week after. Yeah, like it's it's hard to yeah. recall. How can but you forget we, this game? We just uh Before. finished the big puzzle box. Okay, so you're, yeah, so, you are near in the end. Yeah, like we're close to the end. I'm I'm, pr- I'm fairly certain because a couple of folks said it, and it just feels like it, right, in the game that we're close to the end. So I don't know if we'll finish it, but if we do, then the next week's stream will be the test. Gotcha. Uh, that being said, we're doing Ascension. You can, if if, if you're not streaming Zelda with him, if he wants to play it. Well, yeah, because that's going to be at a different time slot. So and I. So I don't know if I'd be available for the Zelda ones. Yes, uh, the, probably not. Ask the community when you stream it to know if they want to see Ascension. I feel like a lot of people didn't actually play it because they got not great reviews. I think that's true. But yeah. it's also like, I really like it. It's got some of the best set pieces in God of War. Yeah, it's it's another God of War 3. So like yeah. it definitely is going to at least have some merit. Yeah. But um, I'm just more interested in like the like the scrap uh, uh, mythical lore that will... Cause like there's a there's a, there was stuff in that game that there's I had a lot of never heard shit. before. There's a lot of yeah. stuff. Ooh, Henry says like, play Spartan and Total Warrior. Oh my god, I played a hell out of that on PS2. That's a good game. No, play uh, Rise yeah. Son of Rome, Rise Fall of Rome, Rise Son of Rome. A good game. Get Jesse to the Italy. <laughs> 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 but uh, uh, Rachel will also be joining us on today's stream. Ooh, so excellent. That will be fun. Hell yeah. So that'll be in about a half an hour from now. Uh, Casey, what else? What else do you got going on? We got more Half-Life uh, tomorrow. Yeah, more Half-Life. Um, well, what, what did we do last week? A bunch of buggy. Buggy bullshit. We finished all the bug stuff. Yeah, we had we had to take a road trip, honestly. We were driving yeah. for a hot minute. Yeah, I like, the road trip was much better than the boat trip. The boat trip was better. Yeah, I like the road trip better than the, <laughs> yeah. the water stuff. The water stuff wasn't terrible. It, it was no. just kind of excessive. The 
the buggy stuff had a lot more to do besides just the buggy. Um, that shit was really freaking cool. Like I saw Half Life Two kind of topping a couple people's list on that one hundred games, or whatever. And I'm starting to see why. Like it, it, especially if that was an experience you had at the time. Like that game was doing some shit. That game was like leaps and bounds above anything else that was going on around that. Yeah, like I, I, hundred percent get like why yeah. it's held in such and it holds regard. up really well. Yeah. yeah. Half Life One, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> not too. But um, outside of that, uh, I don't know. Yes, I guess I'll be around. Three MR in the in in the works. Adventures. Yeah, yeah. It will be public this weekend. Third episode of Psychoquest oh. season two be public. Right. The finale for Psychoquest. Nope. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. The oh, wait, third one. Casey's yeah. not part of this. I keep forgetting. Your yeah, I'm not on that one. So no, Casey's not. He was mentioned he's once good. in the first episode. Now I think he's part of it. Casey the human or Casey the character? Oh, my, Casey my the char- human and the character. And, and Jack asked me a single question about something like the what Catholics. my character would do. Yeah, like he just presented me a situation and I just told him the answer. So that plays out later. So you'll Catholics? see how Catholics. Catholics with a K. I, does he use a K? Yeah. I know you're. I, mean, I, I, know, I know the Avengers Nine Lord better than you. I mean, it makes sense to keep that legally distinct from the actual <laughs> the mega church. <laughs> But um, yeah, outside of that, the uh, latest episode of The Sigma Show is up. You can listen to it on podcast listening services, including Amazon Music. Uh, I've not tested this yet, but apparently you can say, Alexa, listen to the latest episode of The Sigma Show, and it'll just do that. That's um, neat. So yeah, somebody tested. I haven't yet for whatever reason. Uh, so check that out. Um, but I will be on like a two-week hiatus because Mother's Day is this Sunday, and then the next Sunday I'm actually traveling. So uh, no podcast for like two weeks in a row. You can go by boat or by buggy? Uh, <laughs> I wish I could go by boat. We're, we're going to Columbia. This is, this is a plane trip. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, I hope I don't get kidnapped and ransomed for drug money. I also hope that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, that wasn't... A thing I thought about until you said it. <laughs> but yes, I also hope that. Um, <laughs> but that's pretty much it for me. Yep. Nick, what you got going on? Uh, Marty and I will be back tomorrow to get very close to probably wrapping up Alan Wake. Yeah. Uh, and then I think that'll be it for me this week. I, we're, doing, we're doing game night this weekend. Yeah, don't remember. That was like I'll, a question and a statement. Yeah, I don't remember if I'll be here or not Saturday. And then next week I won't be around because I'll be on a press trip somewhere. Press sneak fuck. Yeah. What should we do for game night this weekend? There's new fall guys thing. We got to put the vote Wasn't up to there the like community. Wasn't there like community vote or something? Yeah, we got to put the vote up to the community. It'll be up tomorrow. Guys, vote for fall guys. <laughs> or vote for the Hot Wheels game. Or vote yeah, for Mario Kart again. For Champion Hot Wheels. I did. I did. I uh, after the editor's error stream yesterday, I did request uh, more codes for tape to tape because that game's fun as shit. Is that multiplayer? Yes. Is that multiplayer? Yes. Oh. That game did look cool. Yes, it, I was. I was. Yeah. I finally got to play it this afternoon, and I was having a great time with it. George Lucas says Redfall for game night. You don't want that. Actually, four player Redfall. Stop. Stop it. No. Don't even <laughs> stop it, Marty. No. I'm not downloading that 100 gig game on my computer again. Oh, yeah, even if I have five Xbox as well. <laughs> yeah. I don't need it oh, I'm sorry, Arcane. Um, yes, cool. Check that out. Uh, and then uh, as for me, uh, tomorrow, yeah, both the streams with Nick at noon, uh, Casey in the evening. 
uh, check out my uh, ongoing series of articles about Zelda games. Uh, my one about Twilight Princess just went up uh, shortly about how I don't love the game. However, there is one specific segment that I think is beautiful. So I wrote about how that specific dungeon finds love in a hopeless Zelda game. Thanks, Riri. And, uh, uh, I saw that from Riri. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then Friday, uh, Jamate and I will be streaming uh, Tears of the Kingdom for launch day. We'll be starting at noon central. Going for two hours, so um, spoilery for the first two hours of the game. But uh, yeah, tune in, tune in, hang out with us. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, and then yeah, all the other streams that were aforementioned. And we did it, guys. Wrap up the last couple super chats. Archie oh, yeah. member for seven months in a row says I'm in late. What what miss I? Um, a lot. What did we? Should we like try to recap? No. no. This, this isn't the recap. This is the breakup. It was great. King of forty two. A lot of spoofs. Well, it was recap for a while. <laughs> Shit, you're right. It was recap for a while. You missed two podcasts. King did forty two. Oh, no. Donated two dollars. Says two dollars for Casey's ransom fund. <laughs> Damn. Damn. You're getting you're getting car insurance and ransom fund. Dang. Yeah. You think you think two dollars uh, will keep you safe, Casey? Uh, probably not. But the thing is, those guys don't need money. They're doing this for shits and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're doing it for money. The cartel. Nah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. We can have an art cartel debate they next just, week. They just want Casey's controller collection. They do. They so want precious. your Xbox mini fridge. How do we not bring this up? We were talking about fucking tribalism. Also, oh, that thing is like stupid mini. I didn't realize it was that small. It's, yeah, it holds a yeah, it's, too, it's too small. Yeah. Like you can't put there. anything reasonable. You can't even fit a beer is, bottle in there. <laughs> is it the size of the Xbox? It's slightly bigger than okay. the size of the Xbox. That's still not very big. Yeah, not very big. Well, hope you like small cans. <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed your money on that. You got it on sale. It's Fine. still on sale. You, right. you can get it now for like 40 bucks. There you go. Help help fund the future of Xbox. <laughs> yeah. uh, help fund the next so, Halo Infinite. <laughs> uh, for uh, Casey and Nick, this was Marty. This was Breakout episode number 86. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. Thanks to everyone on Twitch, everyone on YouTube, everyone listening on your podcast services, and especially to our incredible uh, YouTube members and our patrons and everyone who donated. We uh, genuinely appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode number 87. And in the meantime, stay tuned. About 20 minutes from now, uh, Casey, Jesse, and Rachel will be back with more God of War 3. We'll see you guys yep. later. Bye. Bye, everyone. Hey, we're at 95% of that goal. Get it funded. Oh, my gosh. Nice. So we can do a new goal. I don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm.